This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, you guys. It's hour three of the Donna and Steve show on my talk, 1071. Everything entertainment. Testing out a... Uh, we're testing out a new segment. I like to think of it as the At Work Network. Oh. Uh, we pick a different career or a different line of business. All right. Or, you know, a, a state you might be listening in. And then we open up the phone lines. We want to hear from you. You could be anonymous if you want. 651-641-1071. You can also email the show at Donna and Steve show at mytalk1071.com. We're looking for hairstylists. All right. I have so many questions. Me I want to know some secrets. Mm-hmm. So if you want to use a fake name, by all means. But if you want to give a shout out to the place where you work, you could do that as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. So give us a call. You have a hairstylist you like a lot? Me? I do. Yeah. She's not talking to me. I do. <laughs> says, the, <laughs> says the bald man. <laughs> yes. Mike fired his. <laughs> I thought that was kind of like uh, just for the audience, you know, like, do you have one you like a lot? No, I have. Oh, my gosh. I love my stylist, Heidi. Um, and actually, I talked about her earlier this week. I don't remember if you were here that day, Donna, or not. But there was a study that says about a third of people want hairstylists to just stop making happy talk. You know, they. Oh, yes. I love that. I wish that would stop too. You are. Oh, okay. So you're, uh, you're a person, you're one of those folks who doesn't mind just sitting there and being in silence or reading a magazine while the person does your hair. I want to look at my phone. I'll ask random questions. I just don't want to feel obligated to have Mm. a conversation. Okay. Um, I, I'm, I'm also that way on planes. If someone talks to me, I'll just be like, Sure. Well, that's a okay. whole different ball game. The whole chatty person on a plane. All you want to do is nap and stuff. But it looks like we got. Right. Now, somebody... having said that, I do talk to my person all the time. No, I said me too. So anyway, Mike says we got somebody on the line. We got Mandy on the line. Hey, Mandy. Hello, I'm a hairstylist. Oh, thank you for your service. Yes. So many questions. <laughs> um, do you love your job? I do. That's awesome. Good, good, good. Uh, do you Donna. work for yourself? Yeah. Do you want to say where you I work? I do work for myself. Oh, good. I, yeah, I opened my own salon last year. Mm, that's great. In my house. <gasps> okay, oh, that's, good for you. That's, that's different, yeah. right? Like, that is a different vibe than, like, working in the salon with all the, all the whatever is going on there. I mean, you're welcoming people yes. to your home. I mean, you like that yes. more, I presume. Yes, I do because I don't have to commute. Yeah. Yeah. You have yeah my, people, I really yes. love it. You have my talk on? You know, all day, pretty much, I imagine. Literally all day long. Ah, perfect. <laughs> oh, my God, that's amazing. Yes. Okay, yes. so can we ask you a couple of questions? Ask away. Like, have you ever made anybody cry? 
Um, <laughs> He's going dark. Yes. Well, with um, people that have like donated their hair, they like grew it out forever and then they like did a huge chop. Oh, and then they're oh, kind wow. of like shocked and go through like the stages of regret. Yeah. When you were like, yeah. When you were like a new stylist, did you yeah. ever, um, like, as you were screw learning, up. yeah, did you ever screw up like really bad? <laughs> um, yes. I tell this story a lot. So one time I had to do a perm and it was on a man and he had really long, thin hair and I didn't get one of the perm rods with solution. So all of his hair was curly except for one section was like (laughs) stick straight and it just like stuck out and I didn't know what to do. So I just took a whole bunch of hair gel and like crunched it up into that section where that straight piece was <laughs> to try and blend it with the rest of it. And I never said anything to anyone and I just sent him out the door. <laughs> so wait, was that in the back of his head? Did you say it was like the side back? Oh, amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Okay. I mean, yeah. you know, that's, I mean, it could have been worse. You just didn't curl something. It's not like you shaved well, yeah. part of his head. Yeah. Well, people are like, why didn't you just cut it out? His hair was too thin. It would have been a bald spot. Oh. <laughs> oh. oh. Mandy, Thank Mandy, you for Mandy. Your vulnerability. Yeah. Thank you, Mandy. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Yep. All right. Have a good day. Have a good right, day. Thank you. Mike, who's next? Bye. We've got somebody I think you know pretty well. <laughs> it's Heidi. It's my Heidi. Heidi. Heidi, can Hi, you hear Heidi? us? Yes, good morning. Oh, Heidi, hi. Oh, girl, how are you? I'm so great. I'm up north at the cabin sitting at a brewery at 11 a.m. <laughs> Talking on my good talk. Hey, uh, <laughs> so Heidi, 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 uh, you're my Heidi. Uh, you do an awesome job. And Donna, Heidi was the one who encouraged me to like have my big hair switcheroo. Because uh, you know, like my, I, you know, my hairstyle has to be consistent, right? But uh, yes, Heidi right. was a big factor in, you know, me changing it up and making it a little more tussled and freewheeling. Um, but uh, Heidi, I don't know if I ever asked good you. Good job, Heidi. Yeah, it looks good. Thank you. Um, <laughs> did you when you were learning? When you were new, did you ever have a big hair screw up? Oh yeah, I mean for sure. You can't you can't be in the business and not screw up in the beginning, especially. I, I think there, I mean, there's probably a couple of times, I, maybe a handful. I remember there was one lady who came in and she wanted a long bob, and all of a sudden she was in a really short haircut because I didn't really know what I was doing. I was just trying to make it till I, you know, fake it till I made it, and I, I didn't make it on that one. <laughs> <laughs> so let us ask you this really quick, Heidi, because I'm sure there's other callers standing by, but what is like your biggest pet peeve? Uh, about a, a client? Would it be like them coming in with a, a picture of a hairdo that you're like, that will never work with your hair or too chatty? Um, my in biggest... the eyeballs while you're washing their hair? <laughs> Weird. Yeah. My biggest pet peeve is when people talk with their hands and their body, especially when you're trying hey. to color their hair. So, hey, that's I mean, me. <laughs> I'm waving around know, like I... a child. <laughs> But I keep light hands with you. I know how you work. (laughs) (laughs) How do you love it? How do you tell someone like this uh, kind of piggybacks on Donna's question? So, like, let's say I came in and I and I just had a picture of something that is just not going to work. I mean, it's just it. You know, it's not the hair for this person. How do you handle that? Like professionally to say, well, maybe we should consider one. Like, how do you how do you handle that situation when the person's kind of dead set on something that's just not going to be good? 
Um, I never want to put him down because that's, that's never a good step. But I always tell him, like, okay, I like where you're going with this, but what happens if we tweaked it to make it look better for your your face shape, your hair type, your body mm-hmm. type, all of that stuff? I want to I want to make you look the best that we possibly can. So let's just tweak it a little bit here and there. And whenever you want to, whenever you flatter someone, they're putty in your hands. Right, yeah. right. Good point. Mm-hmm. Good strategy there. Heidi, thank you, <laughs> thank you for calling. Yeah, Heidi, and you're at. The, can we give your salon a shout out, Heidi? Yes, you t- totally can. Yeah, Heidi's in the at the Reflect Salon in Plymouth. If you want to go see Heidi, she's really good. All right. Hey, real quick, I can probably squeak in one more question, Heidi, because we talked about it. Where do you fall on the whole um, uh, talking? You know what I mean? Like, because there's a third of people who say they wish stylists would just not force the conversation. Do you? How do you handle that one? Um, when people are sitting in my chair and if they pull up their phone, if they have um, a magazine or their computer out, that tells me that they want to be left alone. So I will okay. not talk to them until they initiate the conversation The conversation themselves. Ah, smart. Heidi, thank you so yep. much. That was so good to hear thank from you. you. Heidi. <laughs> and to all our hairstylists out there. Uh, you too. Uh, so we have... Um, I was at Pittsburgh Blue in Edina one day, mm-hmm. and uh, our good friend Panda, who listens regularly, says her stylist Terry works over at the Hair District in St. Louis Park. He listens to my talk. He bought us uh, a drink. So shout out to Terry. Wow. Hi. <laughs> Thank you, Terry. Shout out to my girl, too, Jen, over at Javon's. Nice. Thank you. Yeah, I had somebody say... Um, because we talked about this story as well, Matt, just mm-hmm. very quickly, because I know we got to go. Um, she said that the weirdest thing is like when you're washing someone's hair and they don't close their eyes and they're just staring at your face, <laughs> you know, like looking, their eyeballs are wide open. Yeah, like, that's no, you got to like go to sleep, you know, or whatever. You could close your eyes, okay? Yeah, that's, All right. that's weird. Anyway. Maybe anyway, we can. Thank you, everybody. Yeah, maybe if there, we have other emails we didn't get to, maybe we can look at those in the final stretch today. Who knows? We'll go crazy. We'll okay. go crazy. It's a Friday. We'll go crazy. All right. Uh, I do have a study, though, when we come back. NASA has found possible signs of alien life on Mars. We'll get to that story and more when we come right back on My Talk 1071. Hey, it is Rocco for MNFatLoss.com. Just finishing up my lunch. And you know what? I ate stuff I liked. I had a little beef stir fry today with some sirloin steak in it. I'm not counting calories. I'm not... Uh, eating prepackaged meals. I lost uh, about 25, 30 pounds in two months on the MNFatLoss.com program doing uh, things I like, eating foods I love. And I did it with help uh, of a doctor and his team. And you could do it too. You could lose up to a pound of fat a day. Results may vary. And here's the good part. You want to save $200 on the MNFatLoss.com program? then you should get in touch with them, mnfatloss.com. It's pretty easy to remember, mnfatloss.com. But you have till July 30th to do that. That is the summer special, $200 off. Go to mnfatloss.com. And welcome back. Happy Friday, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Donna and Steve show and my talk, 1071, where talk is fun and where Matt Belanger and I will become study buddies. 
Studies have shown that medic- studies have shown that the microbial several long-term studies have shown they've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown. And here with their findings are study buddies, the perfect nerd couple, Donna and Steve. I do not understand space. Huh? Like what? Outer space. What, what about how? What's what about it? It's just all very confusing to me, just because it's un. Seeable, untouchable, you know, like we could see the moon, but I don't really understand what's going on out there. Hmm. Um, hmm. Everything looks dark. I just saw a picture today of stars being born hmm. uh, because it was like the anniversary of one of the NASA things, telescope thingies. NASA? NASA. NASA. <laughs> NASA. <laughs> I heard, I heard Nassau. Okay, so uh, no, no, you're good. Um, it is, it is, um, you know, hard to wrap your mind around things yeah. like black holes. Like what? Yeah, you know, I get well, it. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, the speed of light. I, I, I can't wrap my head around it. It's like that mm. math problem we were talking about earlier, where I'm like, I don't know how to do this. I don't know what you're. I don't know. Like my brain won't. Uh, comprehend no. it but anyway i digress uh nasa's preservation perseverance <laughs> rover i got there perseverance <laughs> right perseverance rover oh, has discovered diverse so organic much. matter that could be evidence of life in the jazero crater on mars so what this suggests is Ooh. that a more complex system than what they thought may have existed on Mars in the past. Um, they said there's a, a number of different explanations of the origins of this organic matter. Mm. And they include things like water rock interactions, deposits by interplanetary dust, meteors. So understanding more about this organic matter on Mars could shed light on the avail- availability of uh, sources with implications for the search of signs of life. Blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. You got that? Uh, I'm taking think- notes. I'm taking notes. <laughs> so apparently there's a high potential for past uh, habitation. <laughs> Doesn't that weird you out? Um, Like as if in like, like so you're saying like a... Habitation by what? That matters. Well, that's... Are, are we talking about a fungus? Because then I'm fine. But if okay, it's... Okay, yes. But if we're talking about somebody that can communicate... Yeah. ...with eyeballs... Yeah, ...and like, uh, intense intelligence... If there were... If there were... To take over Earth... ...other beings on Mars at one point who had their... Very- this episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Saks.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply very own Donna and Steve experience. You know, they were advanced society with <laughs> talk radio and that would weird me out because I'd be like, whoa. <laughs> but if, yeah, I mean, right. if the conditions were well, good enough that like some moss could grow, I mean, okay, like I'm cool with that, you know? Okay, well, this is not the first time that they found organic matter on Mars. I guess last year uh, they had another rover that found rocks that contained uh, organic carbon which could possibly be from bugs that were oh, once on the planet. Well, that's life. So they're getting closer and closer. That mm. is life, right? Mm. That's life. That whole, yeah, well, there you go. Uh, that, that whole, the whole alien thing, just, I don't know how, my brain doesn't process it well. I, I'm like you, Donna. It is hard to wrap around exactly what's out there. And it's like, um, it's kind of like, you know how like when they come out with these announcements from NASA and they're like, oh, by the way, there's this meteor that's going to come within like a couple feet of the planet. And uh, don't worry, <laughs> we're just testing the meteor explosion system in case one day there really is one that's going to come hit and kill us all. You know, that, that, yes. that was in the news a while ago. But um, it's like I, d- I didn't need to know that in my life. It, it just kind of my brain doesn't know how to process the magnitude of that. I don't know. Yeah, but there was a point in my life where I was like, aliens, of course there's no such thing as aliens. Mm -hmm. Like when I would hear things in the 80s um, of people saying that they've had these alien abductions, like there were celebrities who were saying things like that. I'd be like, okay, kooky, bye. Yeah, all the Area 51 stuff, all of that, like just the whole... Now I believe that there is. You're a believer? I think so, yeah. Mm. There's more out there than just us. We're probably just a flea on a dog, you know, in the big scheme of things. Why, right. Because there are other galaxies and other Horton things. Have you ever seen Horton Hears a Who? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. I did. Yeah, it's a good very show. Similar. Yeah, very similar. You know what did it for me? You know what the show really kind of sucked me into the the um, the idea of this, you know, light, the life out there concept? Hmm. Mulder and Scully, the X-Files. Never watched it. What? Oh, that Never was seen an episode. that was that was it for us. Uh, I, mean, I was growing up, and like in our house, my mom and dad were into it. We were all into it. Mulder, Mulder was smoldering too. You know, he was a good-looking dude. Oh, yeah, yeah. X Files. Oh, that's so good. Like that hooked me on the idea of all this. You know, I mean, there has to be more. There has to be. Otherwise, why are we doing this? <laughs> well, like, know. remember, did you ever see Tom Cruise's War of the Worlds? Um, no. Okay, that was kind of freaky, too, because apparently they're, like, all those movies, um, Close Encounters of the Third Kind, mm-hmm. all that stuff, E.T., never gave it a second thought. But now I'm like, wow, what if there are pods unburied deep inside the earth that they 
planted here long ago. Well, we're sound. This is a fro- this is a slow jam. This is a slow jam. I I. Mike, are you a believer? What if there are pods uh, buried uh, in the earth? I believe just from the mathematics standpoint of how big the, you know, galaxies and galaxies yeah. are. It's yeah. almost impossible that we there isn't something else out there. But the fact that we've actually interacted with it, I think, is an extremely small possibility. Right, right, right. Like, I okay. don't think we've okay. actually encountered anything on this planet. We can't be the okay. only perfectly positioned rock in this enormous, we haven't even probably scratched the surface, you know, universe out there. Mm -hmm. Um, We can't happen to be the only one that's like the perfect distance so that the temperature works and the thing and the water and the blah, 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 so that here we are, you know, like there has to be another well-positioned rock out there. What are you doing? Oh, you smoking? What? Smoking up? <laughs> Pass that over. We just sound like we're stoners. What are we talking about? Oh my gosh! I don't know where you got pods. I woke up feeling like a totally normal person this morning. Really? Really? Yeah, here we are. That really sounds though? like a stretch. <laughs> Define normal. Define Everything is normal. relative. Anyway, oh well, it is that time. We are going to be joined by DJ Rock Lobster, who's going to come in with, I don't know, some kind of surprise. We're going to find out together, I guess. Mm. Think he might have a slow jam. We'll see. After that, we'll recap the SAG after strike. That's all up next. Hey, it is Rocco for Crescent Tide Cremation Services. I know it's kind of an odd thing that I talk every day at this time about end-of-life services. But uh, it's something that happens, and it is a conversation I'm glad I've had with my family. Both my mom and my dad have told me they want a simple cremation when it's their time. Uh, My dad lives out of town, so he's probably not going to call Crescent Tide, but my mom, out in Woodbury, still around, she has called Crescent Tide. She did a prepay, pre-plan thing where uh, when it is her time, everything's going to be buttoned up, and my sister and I won't have to pay for it. We won't have to wonder about what her wishes were. It's all uh, signed, sealed, and delivered because of her sit-down with Lisa. Crescent Tide is a small, family-owned St. Paul business. Lisa and Verlin, they used to be in the full-service funeral business. They decided one day, you know what, it just seems like simple cremation is the way to go. It's what so many people want. Simple cremations start at just $800. Check them out today. They say they're simple, transparent, and affordable. Good morning. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun and Steve is out. He'll be back in on Monday. The whole band will be back together again. But in the meantime, we've got Matt Belanger here. Hi. And now a very special guest. This guy again. What's up, Rocco? Who invited him? There's something wrong with Rocco. What do you want, Rocco? What time is it? It's Rocco Clock. Rocco. Well, hello, everybody. Hey, Rocco. Hi, Rocco. How's it going? It's great. That's so good. It's Friday. Friday. Woo! I hear. I hear you uh, in the last segment uh, had a segment that would be. Perfect for next week's slow jam. Yeah, she was, she was talking about alien pods under the ground, Rocco. It's gold. Okay, well. Yeah. I'm just trying to wrap my head around it, you know. Yeah. I wish I would have been able to turn it around in time for this week's slow jam. But I did find something that uh, you uh, warned me about that would be sound history, extremely stupid. Slow down. I did it. Oh, boy. It sounds like this. I'm going to slow things down. 
That's right, we're going to slow things down for the lovers out there. This is the Donna and Steve Slow Jam. You're our best friends. <laughs> well, and if they weren't listening, like, why are we even doing this? I don't know, for ourselves, what if we were, this was all like a hoax? <laughs> B. Arthur somewhere is right? They're catching on to my plan. Like nobody's listening. We're All just, the they lock us in this room for three hours yes. a day. We're like part of some weird futuristic test. Yeah. I love your brain. I think all the time, like... Like the Truman Show. Like, it's all yes. made up for I you. think you're all ghosts. Like, you're all dead people. Like and that. I'm the only person alive and like, being tested. This oh, is real. You are real listeners. And we are real thankful. <laughs> you say so. Okay. Wow, that's a that's a theory. Like Tony in France, you think she really exists? Oh yeah, that was the Donna and Steve slow jam. Oh, the quickie. Yeah, you've oh, always been telling me gosh. to keep it short because you can't stand it, but... Um, no, no. Oh, <laughs> Rocco. Thank you. No, oh, Rocco. We love your work. Oh, thank you. put you. a lot uh, of time and energy. And by the way, speaking of Tony in France... Yeah. If you uh, tune into this very radio station today at five, uh, 5.05 or so, I'll huh. be doing... Um, uh, American songs done in the French language in honor of Bastille Day. Oh, oh I, okay, yes. I've enlisted Tony and France to help me with the pronunciation of the French version. Oh, perfect. So stick around will for that. She, will she be on the line? Uh, I've already recorded her. She uh, sent me uh, some Amazing. voice down That's the awesome. internet. That's Tony really and great. France. Wow. Yeah. She's That's a real person, cool. I think. Yeah, yeah. Well, she's helpful. Oh, she, yeah, she comes to town and everything. She's... Yeah, she sent me like a photo of uh, some duck that she was pan roasting or something uh, oh. today in honor of Bastille Day. So. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. dark. The Frenchies can cook. dark meat. If you, how did you know? Uh, um, isn't it like fatty? Eh, it's a treat. Whatever. You've never had duck? I don't think so. Mm. Have you? Probably one year for Christmas. Oh, what do you think you're better than me? <laughs> yeah. One okay. year for Christmas, we made like goose. We thought it'd be fun to be like a Charles Dickens uh, Christmas and like roast a goose. <laughs> was it good so? or was it not good? It was, you know, we haven't done it since. I'll yeah, tell you that. There you go. It was kind of, it was more like roast beef <laughs> than poultry. Ew. Yeah, Ew. Yeah. Okay. Hey, uh, Rocco. I, yes. Oh, sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, unless much. you guys want to keep talking about game. No, it's fine. <laughs> okay. While we have you, Rocco. Yeah. What do you think about aliens? Oh, I think... Are you a believer? Oh, the chances that we're the only things living in this gigantic universe is pretty slim, in my oh. opinion, right? Seems like a popular that opinion familiar. around here. <laughs> we literally just said that. <laughs> literally yeah. I just said. I mean, I don't think we have any idea how big the universe is. like, you know, Or how small we are. Yeah. Right. 
Yeah. We're just really advanced amoebas. Hey, excuse me. One second. <laughs> hey, Rocco. Yeah. Horton hears a who, am I right? <laughs> okay. Anybody? Like, why is nobody relating to me? Do you guys know about Horton? Uh, he was there like was a, a Dr. Seuss character. Yeah, I saw the musical. Uh, <laughs> At the children's wasn't there yeah. like a little flea or something? Or no, there's an elephant involved. But uh, Horton, the is elephant, the elephant. has a, like a little. Uh, is it? I don't know what it is. A flea or something on his back. And there's a whole world living just oh, in his fur. A tiny planet located on a speck of dust. That's this the one of Donna's theories. This comes up the way Steve brings up how. Toes don't fit into pumps very well. <laughs> Donna goes back to this well once or twice a year. It's all right. I go back to nobody. Kowaka. Nobody ever. <laughs> wow. yep. Nobody ever supports me though. I'm always like, "Hey guys, Horton hears a who? Am I right?" And there's like crickets, and I'm like, "Yeah, well, crickets might be living in his back too." That's disgusting. You don't know. I mean, we do have pretty high-powered telescopes and stuff, and I don't think that we're living on the back of a Seussian elephant, but perhaps <laughs> the Mr. Hubble and his telescope could tell us otherwise. Okay. Wow. All right. Anyway. Anyway. Wow. How about that strike, huh? What are you going to do about that, Rocco? Well, uh, I'd like to support the good writers and actors out there. They deserve uh, what they get. We're living in such a time of great television and great writing and acting so get it together give them the money but i know stop luckily, being greedy luckily i have you know a bunch of stuff i've been meaning to watch mm. in my oh queue. like old episodes of holiday episodes of the brady Bunch? yes no, that's it. <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> i still, still want to watch justified you know what i want to watch i want to watch lost mm. but i don't feel Me like too. investing you know five six seven seasons of 25 mm. episodes that's just a lot it's a lot it's a commitment Big yeah, maybe what, I agree. Maybe this is the silver lining of the strike is yes, that it, yes, it will give binging. us all a chance to catch up because how many times are we all saying like, it's overwhelming. There's way too much. We can't watch everything we want to watch. Well, you know, this is our moment to That's get true. To, I want to watch succession. Yeah. I want to watch that. Um, I want to watch like Dexter, all those big popular shows that everybody was watching that I was just like, eh, I don't know about that. But no, that's it'll be like 2020 all over again. I know. Am I all right? <laughs> that's right. We're all sitting at home <laughs> consuming shows. I know. But yeah, think about why we want to watch all these great shows. It's because of the great writers. That's it. And then, and then the the other thing well the other thing is that is the business model part of it. I mean, I really this really resonates with me. Not that I have any kind of a setup like this in my life, but just because I totally can understand what they're talking about. The world's changed. Streaming is 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 the thing. It, you know, we're all consuming these shows on streaming, and they're, it's like they're getting paid. You know, the way we did it in the '90s, and here we are, way past that, as far as how the shows are being distributed. And they should they should be appropriately hey. compensated for all the way yeah. things are delivered to consumers these days with the streaming yeah. thing. So I, I totally Absolutely. agree. Yeah. There's so many more. I just, I don't know, Matt, you're, you and Mike, I think are the same age. Rocco and I are a little closer. That's right. He's right behind me. Mm. Um, remember that, like, even when you had the Emmy Awards, like, I'm watching the nominations for the Emmy Awards and going, look at all these shows that are getting snubbed. Well, there weren't, like, 200 shows 
back when the Emmys, you know, were based on the network programming. You know, like you can't nominate everybody because there's so much content right mm-hmm, now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It got more difficult. It got more difficult. To narrow it down, and they still nominate 10 people in a category, and still people aren't being nominated. So anyway, I digress. Thank I'm you. glad you did, because the slow jam only lasted a minute 52 just yeah. today. So. It was Thank a little you. Friday treat. Hopefully the one about aliens uh, living <laughs> under the ground will <laughs> fill in the pods. us up next week. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Yeah. Didn't you see, did you see War of the Worlds? No. No. With Tom Cruise? Oh, okay. So like the whole concept of like... I don't I don't even know what that men in black thing was about. Wasn't that about something like that too? Like aliens that were kind of already here on Earth and they just started like sprouting out of the earth. Anybody? <laughs> I don't know if there was Court any here's a who? <laughs> who? <laughs> I don't remember any sprouting, but there was in All fact right, aliens. They had a little pen that they would make you look at and it would erase the memory of seeing them. Didn't you did was that a didn't you all do that? Yeah, War of the Worlds. The radio uh, thing? The radio play. That was the original word. Like the, the radio words, right? thing way like back the, in the 30s or, or whatever it was. Radio but play. Correct. Did, did, did you guys, was that a, was it Project Down and Dirty? Did you? Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. was cool, huh? That was, was super cool. Donald, do you remember any of your lines? Ooh. Uh, no. Uh, look at his face. He looks like a pierogi. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I, that wasn't even my line. That was Bradley's. Okay, oh. we got to go. Uh, Thank, you, Rocco. Thank you, Rocco. Thank you. Oh, this is exciting. When we come back, you can experience Barbie Land locally. Yeah. Matt Belanger's got that story. We'll find out what the soup of the day is, and we'll talk lottery tickets, too, when we come right back on my talk. Pull it right back up here, my Hey guys, final stretch of the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Oh, we got a couple of fun entertainment related stories for you before we call Brian down in the calf. Uh, Matt, this is kind of cool. Everyone's got Barbie fever. Oh, yes. And everybody. Um, it's, it's everywhere. I mean, it, it's it, come on. This is like one of the big blockbusters of the summer. You know, let's just be honest. Let's just call it what Are it you is. Are going to see it? I think I'll probably end up going. I'm not going to be one of the first people on the first day, <clears throat> Mike. Yeah. But um, you know, I'm not doing Barbieheimer <gasps> or whatever it's being called, where you be, where you start to become the seat. 
Because you were just there. <laughs> I planned a little break in between so okay. I can leave that seat, go to a different seat, then come back to that seat later yeah. on in the Wait, night. Are you doing a double feature? Yes, I am. Wow. That's oh, commitment. Hell no. <laughs> but nope. if you're Barbie crazy, uh, and if you're listening in Minnesota, you can head on over to Mall of America. Uh, tomorrow, they're going to open up a Barbie movie pop-up closet. Now listen, but with the whole follow-up questions thing... I'm going to be honest. The news release okay. about this is a little thin on the details okay. of like what this is. But so apparently, so Google. Yeah. Well, well, no, no, because I even tried to kind of Google like what is this going to be, and uh, I had a hard time coming up with the answers here. But apparently, it's like huh. you can get. It's they're calling it Barbie Land, and you can go. It's on the first level of the mall. It opens uh, Saturday, so tomorrow, the fifteenth at eleven in the morning. And here's what they say, fans can step into the world of the movie Barbie's kind of uh, pink extravaganza. They're going to have stylish looks, photo ops, and some other excitement there, all kind of leading up to the the Barbie release, which is, of course, coming up July 21st. And so, I don't know. I think they purposefully kind of kept it vague so that you don't know what it is. But they do call it a pop-up so that they drum up interest and you have to go check it out. They call it a pop-up closet, though. So I think it's fashion. I think we're talking fashion. I wonder Dress I wonder up. how this is going to work with kids because there's a lot of little girls who mm-hmm. still love Barbie sure. but the movie is not for kids. Right. You know, so there's all this Barbie fever and maybe they can participate in a lot of the, you know, the fun outside of the movie itself. Mhm. But then don't you feel like little girls are going to be like, and boys are going to be like, well, I want to see the movie too. But yeah. is it, I think it's a PG-13 maybe? It is, yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's, so anyway, I don't know. I don't yeah, know. that's kind of a bummer. It's an option though for if people want to check this out at the mall. You know, And it, it's there through, uh, it's a pop-up, so it's there for a couple days. It's there tomorrow, Saturday through the 19th, which is Wednesday next week. Okay. Excellent. Uh, If you're up for a ride to the Mall of America, do that. Uh, In the meantime, we had had the story that we had a couple of Jerry Seinfeld stories. Jerry Seinfeld and Jim Gaffigan were doing a number of shows together. That made me super excited because they're both really polished, clean comedians who um, are very similar, you know, and and, and who are very funny. And I was like, oh, I would love to see that. Well... We knew that Jerry was coming to Minneapolis, and due to popular demand, a fourth performance has uh, just been added to his visit. He announced three dates, September 8th and 9th. That was earlier this year. But the Orpheum announced Friday uh, today that he will now be performing two shows on Friday, September 8th. So he's doing like a 7 and a 9.30. And I have to tell you, I think I saw him at the Northrop Mm. a while ago. At the U? Tom Papa's. Yes. Uh, Tom Papa. And um, hilarious show. Except that we can only get tickets to the 9.30 one. And I was dying trying to keep my eyes open. Petering out. (laughs) Big time. Like I'm an early show kind of girl. But if you want to go, tickets go uh, are priced between fifty and one hundred and ninety dollars. They go on sale next Friday, 
the 21st at 10 a.m. Right. So, and you could get them at Hennepin Trust, uh, Hennepin Theater Trust.org. And, the, you. you know, that late show is good. Some people are going to want that because then by the time it's done, it's what, an 11 o'clock ish time frame? And then they just keep on, keep the evening rolling out to the bar, out to the club. And so that works yeah, for some folks, yeah. you know. We're, yes, you know, that's for the young crowd. The younger folk. I'm like the. 5 p.m. Mm-hmm. crowd. You want to know something funny? This morning on the news, um, did you get rain last night? Like, did you hear, get? Did you hear the rain? Mike's nodding oh, yes. Yeah, we but, got a ton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if it woke you up know. or not, but um, it woke me up. It was pretty loud, and because um, it hasn't rained in like forever here, and uh, I was talking about that on the on the air this morning on the news to the meteorologist, and I was like, yeah, it was the middle of the night. You know, I woke up, and but this rain was moving through, and he starts laughing because he doesn't normally work the morning show like I do. He was like, yeah, it was at 9 p.m. Yeah. And I was like, uh, it was like the middle, the, the middle of the night. He's like, I didn't even go to bed yet. You know, most people they're just kind of winding down their shows by that point. But anyway, for That's me, funny. it was the middle you know of the what? night. Matt, I don't even get up. I mean, I don't get up as early as you do, clearly. But I have to tell you, if somebody like in the neighborhood is like, "Hey, anybody want to have drinks in the cul-de-sac tonight?" and or today or later, mm-hmm. I'm always like, "Great, as long as it's." Before six o'clock. Right. So when people are like, hey, six o'clock or eight thirty, I'm like, what is this, a rave? <laughs> Going anywhere at eight thirty. You got your jammies on, you know. Yeah, I do. Settled literally, in. Literally, literally have my jammies on. Oftentimes I'm already in my bed. But it's you know, <laughs> life changes. Excellent. As time progresses. Uh do we have time to call our buddy Brian? All right, this ought to be exciting. I had a soup yesterday. It was mm. fabulous. It was a brothy vegetable concoction. Mm. That I think took him five minutes to make. I was humming, it's in his bisque, in the newsroom this morning. <laughs> it was in my head. Oh, soup of the day. Wow. Okay. I, What's sorry. going on? I don't know. I don't know. You uh, try that I again. Wonder. He was. Uh, yeah, all right. Oh, no, we lost him. Oh, Hopefully he didn't yeah. drop the phone in the soup. There we go. There he is. Yay. Whoops. Well, we were going to have this soup, but... Uh... Let's see if he's in a Friday frame of mind. Dooby dooby doo. Please hold. The dooby dooby. Albert Cafeteria. <sighs> oh, oh, I got what a fake out. When finished, you may Wanna leave a message, Matt. No. Okay. Yeah, Matt, go ahead. No. Matt. <laughs> the beep has sounded. No. Oh. Start the message. Oh, fine. Okay. Right, see you hi. Monday. Bye. You don't know us. The Wrong radio number. radio people yeah. gotta go. New phone. Who does? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Anyway, hang Matt, on. you don't want <laughs> to make him mad because no. he said you're the nicest person in the building. I'm just, listen, uh, we, I just start earlier, so all of my morning grumblies are over by the time I see most other human beings in the building. And so, uh, yeah, by the time they roll in and they're cooking the breakfast and everything, then I'm I'm happy, <laughs> you know, because my workday okay. is like halfway over by that point. So 
Uh, Are you yeah. a crabby guy when you wake up? Or you like, don't talk to me in the morning until you know, I've had my coffee? It's not, it's not, it's not a, I need my coffee first moment. It's just, you need um, quiet. I, I need that first 30 minutes is just like, okay, we're doing this again today. You know, like I just right. have to okay. get, get there. And then, and then, you know, the rest of the day turns out great. I turned, when I got assigned the morning show, um, I wasn't sure how I was going to do, but it turns out I do like the morning. I like starting the day with folks and uh, kind of getting a jump start on things. Well, it's a good thing you're good at it. Hey, well, thank you, Donna Valentine. Um, listen, thanks for having me this week. This has been just a treat. And, uh, you know, I always Aww. am encouraging Steve to try and take some more time off. And so, you know. Yes. Exactly. Take all six weeks of your vacation what in a, a row. Crazy number he has. It's, you know, so anyway, so I'm very thankful to be able to be here. So thanks, my talk family, for having me. It's been a lot of fun. Remember the time he abandoned us at the state fair? I was just going to bring that up, and I didn't know if you were going to want me to bring it up. <laughs> but uh, I want to I want to visit, at least visit with you at the fair this year, maybe. Stop by. Oh, yeah, maybe we'll uh, have you go uh, man on the street stuff. Yeah, us. I would love that. All right. Alrighty. Maybe I'll let you buy me a pork chop. I don't know. <laughs> Things could get crazy. Try some pickle foods. Yeah. All right. Yes, we'll definitely go on the pickle tour for sure. Um, Mike, thank you for everything. Of Listeners, you're the best. We love you. Uh, Bradley and Dawn are coming in next. Have a great weekend.